gate, I want to let you know that this message might offend you or be really hard to hear, but it's the truth and that is the only thing that matters. I pray that as you listen, the Holy Spirit would do a work in your heart and that you would be willing to lay down your life and take up his ways, even when you don't agree with them. So what both inspired and convicted me to share this message was actually another YouTube video I recently watched from my very brave and beautiful sister in Christ over at Thy Kingdom Come. And I've left a link below to that video because it is definitely a must watch. So bold in truth for such a time as this for our nation. I want to talk about Inauguration Day in the Christian household. As a Christian mom, raising devoted Christ followers means that I must, one, teach them the Word of God and train them in it. And teaching them the Word of God is much easier. They learn it as Sunday school. We read and talk about Bible stories from a wide selection of colorful books on their shelves. We do fun crafts and activities together and watch shows like Superbook. We do devotionals and family studies. Like There is really no shortage of opportunities and outlets to teach them what the Word of God says. On January 20th, Inauguration Day, and the days leading up to it, we have a very important opportunity to train them up in the way they should go. Not only teach them what the Word says, but to train them in putting their faith to practice. So here's how I'll be training my children come Inauguration Day And I challenge you to do the same with yours. Number one, Biden is my president. Yes, I said it. Biden is going to be my president and my children will know that he is theirs as well. Romans 13 verses 1 and 2 ESV translation. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities for there is no authority except from God and those that exist have been instituted by God. The truth is, Biden has been instituted by God. God has allowed him to take office, whether we like it or not, whether we understand it or not. This is why scripture says, lean not on your own understanding, for the Lord's ways are higher. And this is a great time to walk that scripture out and model it to our children. If you lean on your own understanding, you're going to get frustrated. You'll find yourself quarreling and getting angry and doing things as a Christian that you shouldn't be doing. In verse two, it says, therefore, whoever resists the authorities, resist what God has appointed. Those who resist will incur judgment. We can accept Biden as our president simply because we trust in God's authority. We trust in his plan and purpose that is beyond what we can see or understand or even feel. My household will accept Biden as president because if we resist him as the leader of our country, then we resist what God has established. It's the same thing as saying that I know better than God himself. My ways are higher. It's called rebellion. It's called idolatry, making myself, my wisdom, my knowledge higher than God's. 
And that puts me and my household in opposition to God. And we bring judgment upon ourselves because of it. Christian parents, we cannot pass up this opportunity to train our children in keeping their eyes fixed on the Lord, to teach them how to set aside what they think is best, to put to death, to give up their own wants, wishes, opinions, and plans, to remain faithful and trust God no matter what the outcome is. This is a time to hold fast to the ways of the Lord and not the world. Number two, hope for the kingdom to come. My children know that Christ is coming back one day. However, because of their ages, they don't necessarily know all the details of that. And that's okay because it's something that they're going to learn as they grow in stages. But Inauguration Day is a great time for me to teach them that as we get closer to the time of Christ's return, we can expect these sort of things to happen. Evil will be called good and good will be called evil. God will establish and put into place evil rulers who will persecute the people, who will persecute the church. People will justify and make legal that of which is opposed to God, much of which we already see today. But as we get closer to the return of Christ, these things will increase. Scripture tells us that this will happen, that this has to happen before Christ returns. So I need to help my children fix their hopes, not on what's happening here, but on what is to happen for the everlasting kingdom to which they truly belong. I want to read Matthew 10, 34 through 37. It says, Do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father and a daughter against her mother and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a person's enemies will be those of his own household. Whoever loves, whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. This is Jesus, our King of Kings speaking. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will surely find it. How I explain the scripture to my children is things are going to happen in this world that are going to divide people. 2020 has given me lots of opportunities to point that out to my children. There will be those who conform to the ways of the world. They will be dragged into quarreling and getting caught up in things that are not of eternal value. And there will be those few who hold fast to the Lord no matter what. It will cause people to fight and turn on one another, trying to push their own ideas and agendas. People who even proclaim to be Christians, some who are even in our own households, may become our enemies, but they will be cut away with the sword along with everyone else if they are not holding fast to Christ alone as king. We are not called to 
follow hard after the approval of people or loved ones. We are not called to follow after presidents, musicians, or even Christian leaders. We are called worthy of Christ when we take up the cross to follow him and him only. Dying to yourself is not easy. And that is why I must model and train my children to do so while they are still under my care and in my home. So I must teach and train my children that as evil rises, they can find great comfort and joy, yes, joy, in knowing that the time for Christ's return is drawing nearer. I must impress on their hearts a priority and responsibility to share the gospel that more might be saved before that time comes. Number three, and this is the last one um, that I'll talk about today. As a mom, my greatest desire is to keep my kids safe. Anytime they get hurt and cry, I go running to their side. I'm the one who kisses their boo-boos. I'm the one who cares for them when they're sick. I'm the one who comforts them when they're upset or frustrated or hurt. I would give my life to keep them safe. So the idea of persecution for any parent, especially moms, is a hard one to come to terms with. But it's not a matter of if, but when. And as parents in today's world, we know in our hearts that that is true, that persecution is coming for them. So I see it this way. My son is standing in a field, minding his own business, just standing there. And someone comes running at him, hitting him full force. My son's clueless and unprepared. That hit is going to take him out. That hit will knock him off his feet so hard, he may never get back up. Just because we don't want our children to experience persecution doesn't keep them safe from it. They are still going to get hit with it from the world. My children would be best served if I told them, if I prepared them for it. I have to call out to my child, turn around, someone's coming at you. Only then can they turn themselves around and brace for that hit that they may remain standing on their feet. We cannot afford to make excuses like, I don't have time, I'm tired, I'm stressed out, work is overwhelming, and let those temporal, meaningless things take priority over preparing our children for the fight that they are going to find themselves in. Nothing is more important than Christ. Nothing is more important than my children knowing him. Nothing is more pressing than the evil of this world taking out my child. Moms and dads, there is no more time for excuses. We have to lay everything aside and equip our children. They must be convinced that there is nothing above the King of Kings. They must be willing to take a stand in their generation. They must be trained in dying to themselves daily, that they may take up the cross of Christ and follow him. Our children must know the truth. They must speak the truth and they must be willing to die for the truth. And as their parent, I should consider no greater plan than that for their life. So come inauguration day, 
my children will know that it is God who puts rulers in position and therefore we can accept what he has established. There, they will be trained to cling tight to hope and joy, even as evil prevails, knowing the return of Christ is coming near. And they will learn to stand confident as even those we know and love persecute us for clinging to the truth. And that truth is Jesus Christ. Be blessed and keep God first.